0: Week Zero Sports with Petty and Michael. They're a bunch of fucking amateurs. If I'm here and you're here, doesn't that make it our time? Welcome back, Week Zero fans, and a happy Friday morning to you. We are back for Week 2 of college football action. I am Michael. I'm here with my co-host, Petty. How's it going, Mr.
1: Petty? I'm ready to do this again, man. Uh, Ready to talk some football with you, bud.
0: Well, I am also ready to talk. Now, we finally had a real week of football after that... (laughs) You know, yeah. whatever we call that week zero bullshit. But yeah. uh, it was nice. I got the feels, got a lot, and they even stretched it out all the way through Monday night for us. So we really yeah. got a good dose of it. Uh, what were your biggest takeaways this week?
1: Man, other than, you know, Georgia looks more like a national title contender than Ohio State. So I'd probably actually have him second, and that we're on a collision course for a repeat yeah. of last year's national title. Of course, I mean, a lot can happen, but that, you know, it's first takeaways. But other than those, the, the obvious, uh, there was two big question marks for me in the SEC. There's two former powers with new coaches that were kind of talent laden, and we wanted to see what those new coaches did. And I think one coach passed the test, and one really didn't. Um, and the one that passed was Napier at Florida, and the one that failed was our horrible Southern talking <laughs> favorite uh, Brian Kelly at LSU.
0: We jumped through a lot of stuff there. I wanted uh, yeah. you said something about the two. Uh- UGA looking more like a contender than Ohio State. I mean, I got, mm. I got to eat a little crow on that one, too. Ooh. Old Uncle Steady been there, you know, 25, 26 years old now, looking like Drew Brees out there. I mean, like age and everything. Dude is. I'm surprised he's not out there with like rubber bands on his legs before the game <laughs> getting warmed up. You know what I mean?
1: But, yeah, man, he the kid looked good. He, he, looked he, good. he They look good. They, looked they kept really him in their good. lane.
0: The Georgia defense looked extremely aggressive. They looked exactly Bass. like what you'd expect them to look like in that first game. I mean, if it weren't for Alabama being out there, also, this would feel just like 2010 with everybody being like, Georgia could beat an NFL team right now. Yeah. And I really kind of need them to get that kind of rat poison to to pro- to, to get things going the way we need. To get them to but you made a, a good games. point just
1: then, man. When it was Bama, it was just one. They weren't, it was like, oh, nobody can beat this team. They're indestructible. I don't think that's the case with Georgia. I think there's a that team out keep there them in Bama. Focused. And yeah. and people still think Ohio State's got the talent to do it. Maybe Notre Dame's better than we think and just gave them a good fight. And, you know, Ohio State's loaded. So speaking
0: of, you know, I, I mentioned something last week kind of in passing, or maybe it was the week before last about Ohio State. And I was like, they got all the talent in the world. I just think they got a coach problem. Man, was that not evident? Was it not like? Did that not look like the most talented, sloppy ass team that you've ever seen out there they on Saturday?
1: Do man, they look like they look like they're better than the other team, and they just don't dominate like you expect them to. And I'm starting to, I'm starting to agree with you, man. I'm starting to believe Day might be that dude that was, you know, born on third and thought he hit a triple. So we'll. we'll I don't know, man. I'm starting to agree. How about this?
0: How about we could call him Larry Coker, except he can probably tie his shoes. Larry <laughs> yeah. Coker was like, couldn't even tie his shoes. Like, I was the fucking worst coach in the history of college football right there. But he still squeaked a natty
1: out of it with that, that talent, right? Jim, Jim Tressel without a goofy vest.
0: <laughs> well, um, hey.
1: But outside of that, man, I, I will say you're gonna eat crow. I'll eat a little. Not, I say I eat crow. I, I was really pumped on Florida. We kind of nailed that breakdown going into it. But I also where I'm gonna eat a little crow is I was like, oh man, this Napier is so much like Nick Saban. Man, he reminds me of Saban. And then I watched the post game, and I was like, oh dude, you are way too damn happy about this win to be Coach Saban. Like, you hold on, buddy. This is game one. You need to chill out with that grin and, and your your excitement. Yeah, like. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't happy. Too. I'm watching
0: the game. It's over. And I'm like, all right, let's hear Napier come up and tell him, you know, we had a lot of things to improve on is what I was expecting. And he's thanking, you know, little Jimmy and everybody for their hard work and how happy he was and everything. And I'm like, okay, well, I may have been a little off base on the Saban comparisons.
1: Yeah. I, I had to, I, I'm going to step back just a little bit. Saban was, would not be that happy. You'd say, well, that was great, but we got, you know, there was some errors. We got, you, there's a lot to work on. Like, no, yeah, there was exactly. none of that out of Napier. He was way too yeah. happy. A lot of happy coaches. Yes. Yeah, right?
0: I, there, there was a uh, you know a little bit of an abundance of happy coaches, which I kind of feel like is you know a, a, a warning sign, right? Yeah. You know, if you're that happy after a game one win, then you know what else you got to live for, right? Especially. Uh, <laughs> Aunt yeah. Kirby was thrilled about his. And Kirby was thrilled. Beamer, how about Beamer, Beamer. ball
1: <laughs> up at South Carolina? He act like they won a title, dude. It was Georgia State.
0: Oh, you know who else? Did you see uh Mac Brown after that terrible <laughs> showing of football that they had out there? Like, I didn't think that game was ever going to fucking end. First off, like it just kept going and going. And he somehow botched the App State cover on accident, you know, with a running back and onside kick. Who does that?
1: Max like the W, man. He's and then he's happy. dancing. He's just happy to be there and happy to be alive. No, <laughs> the fact that his team man, gave up eight, 70 or 60 to dude, App State. 60
0: points. They gave up 40 points to in the App State quarter. in the fourth quarter alone. Ooh. And he was in there doing some kind of new TikTok dance, man. Like, what the hell is wrong with this dude? So that's just that's an omen for you. I'm not going to pick against North Carolina this week just because it gets old, but I should. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I was I, speaking of happy coaches. Mine wasn't happy in Oxford. He thought it was boring, and I I was right about saving. He was had to be pissed because you know y'all y'all just dominated the crap out of poor Utah State.
0: Poor Utah State. But I did appreciate their coach saying we were the greatest team he's ever seen. I always love to hear that kind of stuff.
1: I, I've heard Bama fans joke the last two years about not not bully ball or just you know let's play. What, what y'all's. Um, oh, joyless
0: murder ball! Joyless
1: murder ball! Well, that's, that's what
0: Georgia looked like.
1: The epitome. Well, it was Georgia, but when uh, Georgia number six like. nailed the uh, lead blocker from Utah State into their ball carrier, and
0: just that's incredibly unfair when you're using the other team's lead blocker to make a tackle.
1: And then you've got a freshman defensive tackle taking up four blockers when there's also you know Will Anderson and Dallas Turner that, 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 to contend with. Good gracious, that, man! That was that's insane. just not fair. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I can't wait to see some like a little bit of innovative blitz packages to throw at this Quinn Ewers kid that's mm-hmm. 18 years old and has played one warm-up game before he gets to go against this I think team. there's going to be
1: some deer in headlights for one Mr. Ewers, Ewers this weekend. You know, I think
0: he's an incredibly talented kid, and you'll probably see some flashes of greatness out of him, to be perfectly honest, but it, I have a feeling it'll all be short-lived, and he'll be wanting some bench time. Mm. Uh,
1: yeah, It. it could be... Ooh. Well, we'll get to that. we'll get to Bam in a minute. We'll get to that. Outside of that, I think the SEC is going to be. Oh, go ahead. You no, I was just going
0: to ask it. What, what are your overall thoughts on the
1: SEC? I, I think outside. I know we joke about one and two, but I do really think three, three through nine. You've got six other teams that are going to really be vying for that third spot, and it could be any of them from Florida to Mississippi State to Kentucky to Ole Miss to A uh, and M. Of course, is going to be in. It's it's good. It, it can. Hey, man, don't think that the year is going to be exciting just because the two powers seem to be on a collision course again. Um, so, oh, I You're right there with it, Petty. I'm going to tell you something else on that. There's another
0: very, very compelling battle that's going to be going on in the SEC this year. And I'm here for it. I can't wait to see the LSU versus Vandy fight for the bottom. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Ooh. Hey man, Vandy's two and zero right now. LSU can't oh, say yeah.
0: that. Oh, look, when you look at the SEC rankings right now, Vandy's not at the bottom for the first time since – I mean, no, they do it alphabetically place. when everybody's zero to zero, so they're kind of fucked there. Like,
1: this is this, the first time. When, first place, Vanderbilt Commodores. You, LSU your number, is your in number dead one. last. They're the only team that lost. <laughs> we need to take a picture of that. Well, was there oh, any other scorching hot takes that from the weekend? I think I got through most of my good ones.
0: Well, if you're paying attention to my pick three, we had one horse that we just kept riding all the way into 2022, and she keeps on paying money. Fade UMass, generational wealth builder <laughs> Clark. It's just it's the gift that just keeps on giving. <laughs> it's the, gift the whole year around, whole year. UMass fade them. I mean, like they might slip up and cover one or two games this year. This week might be the one. Who knows? Toledo might be the team that just can't beat them by twenty eight, but we'll see. I like I think they had eleven yards of passing.
1: Oh, gracious! Again, is, it, is that mean, the line twenty eight in Toledo? Is that twenty eight and a half
0: for Toledo? But you know, you can selectively buy a point or two there and get it under the four touchdown mark and to win. But again, I'm not going to be boring a team again.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll mix it up. Not saying you won't do that in, in the you know outside of this, right?
0: We got some big ones coming up this week, Petty. Um, I see you've got them laid out here, and you've got my favorite one first. Are we just going to dive
1: right into that one? Well, I did it like you know, I, you've you've tra- I'm I'm now I'm now a process guy, and so the process nice. is you start in an order. You start with time, and I started with the right. the they, for look, man. I can't help that they put y'all at noon. That's not my. It's fault. a breakfast
0: game. We're doing a brunch it, game. Hey, it's, get- look. If you're like a lot of my friends and you live in Denver, this is legit breakfast time. You're at 10 a.m. game out there. If you're our, our good buddy William Bone out on the, on the left coast, I mean, he's catching a 9 a.m. Bama game. He's (laughs) barely going to be awake, man. This is crazy, but breakfast Bama. Let's just call it week two, breakfast Bama. We are headed out to the land of stupidity where they play their big games of the week at noon because the SEC's got that three o'clock slot and they don't want to compete with it. Big 12 Bama headed to Austin. Texas where they don't have room for the band they don't have room for their players to park seems like they got a lot of crowding problem in Austin Bama is a 20 point favorite as we call this with an over under of 65 and a half what are you seeing in this game Penny
1: a lot of points on that over under um I don't know, man. Uh, let's see. I-, I think Texas can hang with them. You got this uh, freshman stud Quinn Ewers. So, you know the quarterback guru Sark out there. He's got a an NFL caliber receiver in Xavier Worthy, a, a straight up stud, and Bijan Robinson. I had to work on that prior. We had to do some some lingual test testing of me saying that name but anyway i mean they got a great running back in robinson you know he's 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 a big play guy man can bama can bama contain a kid that's busted 27 runs for over 20 yards and six for over 50 he is the real deal which of course that's against big 12 defenses but um i'm just i'm trying to build texas up to make this sound like a game I, i saw what i saw i think you know, you said it earlier, Quinn Ewers is freshman. I think he kind of comes this game a little deer in headlights. I think Bama goes and makes a statement.
0: Well, besides the defense for Texas, what's the weakness? Have you paid any attention to that? It's their offensive line. They Ooh. were having a hard time blocking against a high school last week. Okay, so That's not their defense is – to say their defense is porous would be very, very generous, okay? Be very generous. That defense was one of the worst defenses in football last year, not just the Big 12. All right, hopefully they've improved some, right? Bad offensive line to go with that. This could mean trouble. Um, I'm, I think I'm going to start doing a misleading stat of the week now, yeah. right? So I think I've got a great misleading stat. You know, you're talking about this high over-under. Well, guys, Bama's only averaging giving up zero points a game, so, I mean, it's going to be really hard to get over that over.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> played speaking one of game stats... Against Utah State. <laughs> under sarkesian I, I found I dug this out of my my super stat bag. um Texas is one in seven when giving up thirty plus points under Sark Unfortunately that just means any
0: anytime they play a good team they get beat right
1: yeah and they give up thirty points Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, Alabama has scored forty plus which is ten more than thirty for the math strugglers out there uh <laughs> in forty one of their last fifty seven games, so mm. It's so ball me about seventy two percent. It looks like. Yeah, that's um that's not a that's not a good stat in Texas' well, favor there.
0: So it sounds like Texas probably ain't going to win the game. Let's hope they don't. Okay. No, but it I, I, like I, I, I'm I'm hoping Texas... for
1: some for, for some deeper purposes outside of just yeah. wins and losses that Alabama yeah. covers the spread.
0: Yeah, I think Alabama's going to uh, to to be able to win this game pretty easily. I mean, um, the the only things that are coming at you is it's eleven o'clock game for. Yeah. For them. I mean, that's early as hell. Like, when was the last time we played an 11 o'clock game?
1: When you brought up Texas' defense, man, and what did Bama do last week? A lot of times when you play a, a nobody, you go really vanilla. Y'all added another element to put on tape. Like, I, I don't remember Young looking like. Reggie Bush in the open field last year and rushing for a hundred yards on five carries. <laughs> if you're now listening you, to
0: Mr. Young. <laughs> and now you've Go got
1: ahead. a running back in, in the backfield that, that can make catches. you know, that that's not just a, a runner. He's really got great hands out of the backfield, man. It's just that offense just got so much more dynamic and it was kind of on, on tape in the first game. You don't always see that. And maybe they did that to scare the shit out of Texas a little more, but yeah, I see a tide rolling.
0: Well, I mean, as a Bama fan, you know, We don't run a lot of plays, especially in the last since the Bill O'Brien year. You know, we we may throw in a couple, you know, wrinkles every week, but we run basically the same plays. We change up formations, try to get mismatches and things like that. So, you know, it's not a real shocker to say I probably only saw like eight plays last week. But normally (laughs) you only see ten or twelve. But you know, they really only ran like eight plays. So I don't think they showed uh, very much of their cards, uh, especially Mm -hmm. on defense. Pretty vanilla on defense. Not a lot of blitzes. Not a lot of stunts. Not a lot of tape for them to work on outside of looking at that freshman nose guard just annihilating the Utah State offensive line. Um,
1: It's crazy. I know that we're supposed to be falling over Will Anderson. This is his year to fall over him, and I'm all about this Otis kid in the middle. It's the freshman dominating. He's fun to watch.
0: Oh man, you're just looking for something else to talk about because Will Anderson gets talked about everywhere.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to be different, man. Everybody (laughs) talks about everybody knows how great Will is. He's gonna get his due. He don't need it from us. He's a stud.
0: Well, look, I think the Bama offense clearly has an advantage on the Texas defense. I think the Texas offense can get some situational advantages on the Alabama defense because Sark has some familiarity with it, right? Oh, Sark's a good coordinator. He's got to have at least had one or two plays that he knows is going to give us some trouble if his buddy Kiffin didn't run all of them in 2020. <laughs> um, but, you know, so I, I don't want to completely discount Texas here uh, in that. They will be at home, home field, no ban from us, all their other stupid ass rules. I hope. Here's yeah. one thing. If I was saving at this point after all their dumb shit rules, they're not going to get treated like babies when they get to the SEC. I would tell the whole team to just horns down them once we were up 30. Just <laughs> yeah, so like, oh, 15 yards. Who cares? Like, yeah. this is stupid. Yeah, I mean, surely you. it's not going to be big 12 refs, so surely that's they so won't be dumb, dumb, dumb enough to call that.
1: That's so dumb. So dumb. That dumb. is
0: really dumb. It's dumb. All right, so – Moving on, you got anything else on this game? So no, man. obviously we got an Alabama. I think when I look at it, I see Alabama having advantage over their defense. I see oh, yeah. the Alabama defense having advantage over every offense they play. But I do think Texas, if they're creative, motivated, really get out there and they throw the ball to Jai Hall, they can probably get move the ball a little bit sometimes because that dude's a freak.
1: He is a freak. I don't think he's you know. I think Worthy's are number one guys. Hall, they're two guy now. Your boy Jai's been suspended. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, y'all, y'all know. How you to know, like funny it.
0: thing though. You know what he was suspended for? Is for ripping a uh, a boot off of his car, driving off, damaging a boot. And the funny thing was, the quarterback got his car towed last weekend too, because he says that he accidentally grabbed the wrong parking pass. But he clearly gave his parking pass to his parents and then Wait, took a shitty parking now. pass, and then he got towed also.
1: I have some sympathy for this boot stuff now. That's some horse crap. There's some like.
0: No, they're parked clearly where they weren't supposed to be with his Porsche. I don't have any sympathy.
1: Oh no! <laughs> okay, never mind. No,
0: no sympathy whatsoever. Like the class. Okay, yeah, okay, exactly. Well, speaking your, of, orange... it was your freaking Camry, Petty. <laughs> yeah, my Camry in the wrong. Yeah, it was my Camry, not my Porsche. Shit. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So,
1: speaking, uh, you're of gonna pick
0: this one later, so we won't give you yeah. our final look on this game. We'll get back to it for a quick refresh at the end. But let's move on to another one you've got listed here. Um, this is a, a intriguing game because these two teams played last year. I guess they're doing a home and home situation, yeah. but a uh, bit of a shootout last year. We got number 24 Tennessee after their big win last week. Six point favorite at pit 230 ABC game. Got an over under a 67 because they're looking for another shootout. 75 points last year. What do you think, Petty?
1: Man, I, I, I. Expect the same after last week. If you watched the Pitt West Virginia game, Pitt and West Virginia had a shootout themselves, but what really caught me is that West Virginia just kind of ran up and down the field on Pitt and I really didn't expect mm-hmm. them to move the ball as well as they did, even though JT Daniels, one former Georgia, former USC quarterback's now at West Virginia. Um, I expected Pitt to to kind of dominate that more. One of the things that's gonna be a different philosophy, Pitt Pitt does score a lot, but they do it. You know, they're more of a smash mouth uh, set up the run. They only th- throw it like forty percent of the time, and I expect Tennessee to air it out. But with all that said, I do expect a lot of points. But man, I I think Tennessee makes a statement. I think they go on the road and and uh, I think they pop pit. I-, I I think Hooker's settled in at quarterback. I think the defense is going to do enough to slow down that run game where Tennessee can kind of get maybe out a couple a, a comfortable double digit victory out of it. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. I'm high on Tennessee. I think this, maybe, look, they go up there and get popped and it's just the old Tennessee again. I think this though is maybe their moment where they can say, yeah, we are kind of back. This is is a year where we're going to make a little bit of noise. I
0: love it. I love it. Well, I'm going to agree with you in that the Tennessee offense absolutely looked like they had continued making strides from last year.
1: Mm -hmm. I
0: saw that and I agree with that 100%. Secondly, I'm also going to say if I was going to have to just go play offenses, I, that'd be a bad team to go against. They got a pretty good offense, it's Tennessee. Um, Pitts got that quarterback they brought in as a transfer, Slovis, as you said, I believe is his name a few minutes ago. And, uh, they lost their stud receiver to USC via that transfer portal situation, right? So, you know, they were kind of hamstrung a little bit. And they, again, they were playing West Virginia. Props to JT Daniels for getting out there and, uh, you know, showing people why he probably should have been playing for another team last year. But <laughs> yeah. hey, that's neither here nor there. Uncle Steady's handling business right now, so yeah. um, it's
1: equavious.
0: You know, if 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 you made me pick this game, and this is not a official pick by any means, I'd probably go ahead and go with Tennessee too. Despite the fact that they're uh, on the road, I feel like they're better, more than a touchdown better than this team this year. I think they've made a step up, and maybe took a little bit of a step back.
1: I agree, man. I, like you said, I, I know that it. I know they replaced Pickett with Slovis. I, I don't know if that's a step up, but I think he he don't have the weapons that Pickett had, and he doesn't have the offensive coordinator Pickett had. They've gone a, a sure. different direction. It's not as, as open, and I I expect Tennessee to take advantage, man. I don't know, man. I, I don't know why I'm feeling this Vols love, but I do feel like they're going to go up there and roll. So for all our Vols listeners out there, the the few that we got, we're we're giving you love this year.
0: Well, they'll uh, pump the brakes, grain of salt, you know. Let's not get crazy here. <laughs> You're not, All right. When I, I say was, love, it's not, I don't love you. I was teasing uh, early in the season before they got started playing how much potential this Tennessee team had. I've seen them play now. They look pretty good. Yeah. They don't look great. After watching Georgia, I want to roll back any statements yeah. I said about Tennessee beating Georgia because I, I don't yeah. know that that's going to happen. Yeah. But – um, you know if Georgia gets show. beat, it'll be some team that they that that they're better than that they should have beat about like a drum that slips up and gets them because they're cocky, and I have a feeling that that could come at some point this year, nobody knows where it's going to be but uh Tennessee, I think you're a much better matchup for Pittsburgh, so we'll be cheering for you this weekend go s e c right
1: yeah go go s e c go balls awesome to it's
0: Oh, yeah. They all think, I mean, you take it one step too far every time. Hey,
1: <laughs> I get all excited and then say something I regret.
0: Oh, man. That's awesome. Well, we got another SEC matchup, or this one is an actual SEC matchup here. This is their first official SEC game that we've covered? I'm trying
1: to think Could, last week. Yeah, I believe so. They, were yeah. week, yeah, I so. they were all out of conference last week. Yeah, I think they were all out of conference. First big SEC game.
0: Week zero's first coverage of an SEC game this year. Number 20, Kentucky heading to Florida. Florida started this as like a four, four and a half point favorite, and that has steamed up to a six point favorite as more people have taken a look at that Kentucky game. Now, I personally have not gotten a chance to take a look at it, but my boy Patty here has. And from what I've heard, he knows why this line is moving. All right. I don't have the time on this game. What time are they playing?
1: They are playing... Oh, shoot, it's at 7 o'clock. My bad, I didn't put that on there.
0: 7 o'clock game. All right, so I'm sure that's... uh,
1: On ESPN, I believe. Yeah, 7 o'clock on ESPN.
0: In the swamp. In the swamp. What do you think, Petty? Tell me. You watch Kentucky. What is it about Kentucky? We were giving them a lot of preseason props, too, but we may need to take a little bit of a step back on that one as well, right?
1: And look, Levis is a good-looking quarterback. He's big. He's mobile. Um and he makes the throws. He threw for 300 yards and three touchdowns last week, but they were struggling. They were tied with Miami of Ohio at the half, and it took special teams and defense uh, to kind of break away from them in the second half. They're, the, 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 I, just, I mentioned Levis was mobile. Well, he kind of had to be. He was getting chased, and he was getting chased by Miami of Ohio. I think that right there where I just said is probably your key to this game and where you see the line. That line at, at Florida is nasty. If you watch last week against Utah, they're big, they're fast, their linebackers are are good. Florida's mm-hmm. got some boys on that defense that can absolutely run and move. And I, I think they could give Levis fits this weekend in the swamp. You're coming down – that. I mean, that program's revitalized. It's going to be absolutely electric down there. And I don't know, man. I, I think that's why that line's moving the way it is. Um that Richardson looked good. If Kentucky wants to, I think if Kentucky wants to pull the upset in the swamp, they're going to have to make Richardson throw the ball. He still, you know, a lot of his big plays last week were when the defense broke down and he made plays with his legs. Uh, it wasn't really with his arm that he beat Utah. So if Kentucky wants to do something, that they've got a good defensive line, they're going to have to contain Richardson, and that that's going to be their their key to to Florida. But man, it's an exciting game. I'm pumped. About I'm with it.
0: If Florida's going to cover this spread, they're, they're going to have to have an actual offense moving around and not just Richardson scrambling mm-hmm. to get first downs. So that'll work the first game of the year when people haven't had that on tape. But you know, Kentucky's going to be a little more disciplined on defense. They're going to already have seen that. So they're going to be a little bit more ready for it. So that's the only thing that kind of makes me feel a little odd. Also, there's so much uncertainty surrounding how Florida's going to react to that big win because if you – looked at the game after they'd just beaten a Pac-12 team, Utah, you'd think they had just won the Super Bowl. So yeah. is that the right attitude to have going into the next week when you've got a big SEC game on the slate? They're the only team um, in the SEC, I think, that's taking a challenge like this. It's already jumping into SEC play mm. right after that big, you know, kind of emotional win that yep. they had last week. And it shouldn't have been that emotional, but hell, the, like I said, the head coach was head over heels happy.
1: He was happy, but you know yeah. they were—they weren't ranked. They're were seventh, but now they're twelfth. They are now—they are the target. It flipped in one week. So, like you said, how do they handle going from being oh well, you're you're the underdog at home? You know, this is Utah. They're supposed to beat you. You know, you had all that type of yah yah motivation. Now you're—you know—one week you're the you're, you're getting all the praise and the accolades. How do you handle that? It's great, you know, yeah, the we'll, rat poison we'll
0: went from being on the other team yes, to the you. Rat how is that going to handle now? that's why I say there's a lot of uncertainty here after next week, after I've seen them respond one week, I should be able to get a better beat on, on this Florida team right now. We've got one data point. So yeah. it's hard to make any kind of, uh, you know, a extrapolation on that one. Right. So we see one more game. We see how they respond after a big victory. We can learn a little bit more about what's the grit of this team. So, um, you know, I'm not going to jump out of the box and call it this week till we know a little bit more about them, but You know, if things go like they did last week, Kentucky might be in trouble. Having said that, um, you know, we definitely were giving this Kentucky team a lot of preseason praise, so they have potential.
1: They do have potential, but I'll and more over to what you just kind of said though, if this isn't a thing where Florida isn't reading their press clippings, I I do think they're the better team. If they come out like they did last week and stay focused, they could pop Kentucky.
0: Hundred percent, hundred percent. And vice versa, they come out with the big head. Kentucky could just slowly grind them into <laughs> tears. Bring and you back to reality real quick. Yeah, yeah. Now, Stoops
1: yeah. is a great coach, man. He's done a yep. hell of a job at Kentucky.
0: He's made them a respectable football team, which oh, is absolutely. more than a lot of coaches uh, could do. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right.
0: All right. Well, that was most of the big games that we had going this week outside of one more Baylor and BYU that we'll cover later in our picks because we got a pretty good analysis on that. But we also highlighted a couple of – what we just call kind of fun games to look at, not games that we really want to pick very much, but games that we should, they, they should be fun to watch. These are just games that are fun to watch, right? Uh, the first one on the slate is a team that we should have talked a little more about in our Saturday morning cocktail kickoff show, but we kind of forgot an SEC team. Sorry, Bulldogs. But uh they're headed out for another, uh I guess you'd call it an evening game at Arizona, Mississippi State, coming to you at 11 p.m. on FS1. Yes, you heard that right. FS1. This is not an IndyCar race, guys. This is a football game on FS1.
1: Yeah. Uh, Danica Patrick's going to be calling this one, man. <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> Eleven o'clock. That's not evening. That's like dawn. Shit. That's that's <laughs> a, that's after dark. Okay. <laughs> Red Shoe Diaries. <laughs> yeah. This is the yeah the maroon, maroon shoe diaries. <laughs> maroon shoe diaries featuring a pirate.
0: Featuring who a pirate. Slings
1: you won't want to miss this. <laughs> a pirate who slings it more than any pirate who's ever slung it. Uh, well, anyway, uh missing state. <laughs> ten and a half point favorite heading out to Arizona. Betty, what do you think about it? I, I actually this is gonna be one of those games since Hawaii is playing at a normal time since they're on the mainland, and we'll talk about that one a little bit later. Um, this may be your after all game that if you've had a good night or if you've shit the bed all over yourself, oh man, I gotta make a play. Well, if you do, I'm actually <laughs> I'm actually leaning those boys from the SEC. You know, oh, man! My only fear is it being so late and them having to travel. But Arizona sucks really mm-hmm. bad. And I think st- – look, man, State struggled with Memphis last year. They let the refs get involved and screw them at the end. It should have never got to that. They didn't let that happen this year. They kicked the shit out of Memphis. Will Rogers had an exit game throwing for 450 yards and five touchdowns. I think he's going to have a monster year, his senior year, under the Pirate. And as horrible as Arizona's defense is, I expect him to have a 450, 500-yard game it, it going into 3 o'clock in the morning. And I hope we can – I'll have to drink a bang to stay up and watch it. But, <laughs> I mean, that's, I, I, that's where I'm at with the, with the ringers. What you know?
0: Well, so if we've got the Week Zero Sports fans out there that go to weekzerosports.com or maybe follow us on social, they might have seen Petty's weekly article start back up this week. It was a pretty nice one. And uh, – it addressed this Rogers situation. He did a little digging back into history and looked at where Rogers stands versus, uh, the rest of the Pirates quarterbacks. It takes it all the way back to Kentucky years, believe it or not. I didn't even know the dude was at Kentucky, but you guys should go pick that up and take a read. I won't ramble anymore about it. Pretty good <laughs> stuff. Kind of funny right there on weekzerosports.com. It should be one of the first articles you see. Um, I, I'm with you. I think that, uh, I think this is a you know, kind of a, one of those senior years that you see Mike Leach have every so often where he's got some players that have been trained in the system and they're all going to be pretty good. And, uh, you know, I think, like you said, Arizona sucks. So they're bad. this could be, as long as the Pirate cares about being there, because you always have the three or four games a year where it's like he didn't even show up. You know, yeah, as long as he shows up to the game, that's a
1: One of your gambles with the pirate is—is is this one of those games too? You're, like you're he could be sitting there.
0: over there playing fucking two dots on his phone for <laughs> a while and not even care about what's going on out there. You know.
1: Yeah, surfing on Twitter to see the craziest thing about Mars and if you can eat a sandwich there or some shit. Working yeah. a new
0: TikTok move or something. Yeah, exactly. So this wow. guy's unpredictable as hell. So the only uncertainty you have with uh, Mississippi State is whether or not the pirate cares this week. And if he does, expect a good win.
1: Will the pirate be engaged in maroon shoe diaries? <laughs>
0: maroon shoe diaries coming at you at 11
1: p.m. on Showtime. show tonight. Kids, <laughs> tune in. <laughs> All right, man, that was getting a little, a little weird. Uh, speaking of Maroon Shoe Diaries and, and Porn After Dark...
0: Oh, yeah, we've it? got this game coming up as if this wasn't perfectly set up. we got the Cox of South Carolina <laughs> headed over to the Pigs of Arkansas. This should be a wonderful game, let me tell you. This is going to be the kind of game that you just can't wait to watch. Now, it's probably going to suck to watch because Arkansas is going to try to just drive the ball down their throat and... Apparently, South Carolina only plays special teams, so they'll be really focused on what are we expecting here?
1: Yeah, on
0: um, punt. The line on this thing, you don't have it listed here, but I believe it is eight, and it's maybe it moved to eight and a half arc right now. You know, I could see them not covering this after last week's kind of big victory, if you call it that.
1: I'll be honest. My initial my initial take was take the Cox and the points because they'll they'll play it ugly. They'll muck it up. And Arkansas doesn't play a game to to really blow you out. Like you just said, they're going to play that Smash Mouth. They don't have Burks to throw the fifty yard Moss play two three times a game. Big
0: difference in their offense. They do not look as potent this year without that threat. Right, but
1: I can't help but think that it took. 23 points of special teams for Beamer Ball and the Cox to beat Georgia State. And now you're going on the road to Arkansas, much more talented, much more athletic. You're not going to make those plays against – those special teams plays, if you're relying on that, just aren't going to work. Maybe they help you for, you know, a few points. But I don't know. This game just seems like a trap. That line – Arkansas squeaked by, and you know Cincinnati last week. Which you're telling you keep cautioning me that Cincinnati's better, and I'm giving them credit for. It, but I, I watched well,
0: Cincinnati is a fundamentally good team, and when you watch that game, Arkansas had to work for everything they got, which is what you expect from a Cincinnati team. They were outclassed talent wise, just like they were against Bama. But Bama didn't beat them sixty to nothing last year. G- granted, Cincinnati actually had, had basically no senior line. syndrome. Like- yeah uh mississippi state's got this year out like arkansas is gonna yeah
1: they had some they had some they had some ballers and
0: run over this team and they did they let cincinnati stay in that game as opposed to cincinnati really you know making it close it 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 was a little mucky it was the first game of the season kind of situation i i don't know that the, that that arkansas offense is as effective without one of those freak show wide receivers out on the edge
1: yeah, I'm not sure the quarterback's kind of just going to sit there and pick pick a lot of receivers apart. Maybe, he'll pre- maybe Jefferson will prove me wrong, though. But um, Having
0: said all that, is the East more competitive than the West this year?
1: Yes, I think so.
0: At least from two to seven.
1: Yeah, I believe. Well, two to six. We got
0: to leave out Vandy and LSU because they don't count, right?
1: Yeah, Vandy and LSU. Well, we got to and we got to see what Auburn brings to the table. So I, I just I love like,
0: putting Vandy and LSU in the same bucket. It just feels so good. I know you're a big LSU lover and you've got a lot of compassion for Brian Kelly and everything. But I'm oh, just gonna... yeah,
1: all my purple shirts and yellow britches, they can all uh, finish that. Okay, Ole Miss versus Central Cast.
0: Arkansas. Here we go. Yeah, moving on. All right. Moving on, so and we're covering this one because it's. i an Ole team. Miss fan. Of course, we're going to cover it.
1: <laughs> I I literally wrote this down because I said, "Shit, we've got Ole Miss fans, and I'm an Ole Miss fan. I, I got at least, I guess, blur- brush over it, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's there are some intriguing storylines for Ole Miss fans, so let's get into that, right? Yeah, now. the
1: intriguing storyline is first off, never set the tone. You know, just run oh, in. Yeah. You got to uh, tell them uh,
0: wins uh, the game and all oh, that. You yeah, can write it down stuff. for me, so I'm going to let you do it.
1: God. I'm sorry, I screwed Michael on the fun games. I didn't put I put these great details on the big games, like who was ranked, the like spread going into the at so he could just read it like butter on this. Mm-hmm. It's just a shit show. He's gotta figure it's it out. It's
0: nothing. It's just basically there's a game, <laughs> old mess versus C Arky, And I had to have to translate.
1: Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> Anyway, Arkansas. so what time are y'all throwing this game? Is this a seven o'clocker? it's seven thirty or seven mm-hmm. on Jefferson Pilot? Um, you have to have the ESPN, the Ocho. Honestly, you have to pay the, for this thing. The, you got the Daves coming back. I don't remember yeah, that we yeah. The Daves are coming back. Booger McFarland's going to be on one of those rolling. They don't even. Have, they're they're going to have to push him in a wheelchair instead. So, of big just so thing you know, so
0: everybody out there in the world, this is something that I had to help my parents with and some other people. If you have a Disney Plus subscription, you probably already have an ESPN Plus, and if yeah. you don't, you can upgrade to that for like two bucks. The difference yes. between just Disney. And Disney plus ESPN is only two bucks and that gives you ESPN plus to watch that. So highly recommend if you don't have that and you're an Ole Miss fan right now, go ahead and make that happen because if you just have regular ESPN on your TV and you try to stream this, you're not going to have a login.
1: not going to lie. That was a solid PSA in the middle of that, 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 that a lot of people will struggle with come Saturday. So seriously, like if you're, if you are trying to watch the Ole Miss game, uh, and you've got Disney, Michael. Just it's gave you the same login.
0: Try your Disney yeah. login. If it doesn't work, I, I swear to God, it's like two bucks or something. Go <laughs> ahead and do it. Yeah, because you got kids; they need the damn Disney. They gotta watch all that stuff, right? So <laughs> lock, lock and load.
1: Look, I'm not gonna drone on about Ole Miss and Central Arkansas. The one intriguing thing is Kiffin's doing something you don't see, and Kiffin doesn't do a lot of coach speak. He was kind of honest. Central Arkansas sucks, so he's gonna try some stuff. He's letting Altmire actually start this game. Dart started the first game. He's going to see what Altmaier can do, you know, taking the reins from, from the, the opening whistle. Again, it's against nobody. So I think there's going to be a lot of experimentation. I don't expect to see much. I mean, Old missile can be. What's through, the spread here, Petty? There isn't one, so.
0: There isn't one because God knows how. it's yeah. This is basically a scrimmage. They're not, yeah. Are they going to turn the scoreboard on?
1: Uh, Maybe not. It might be like one of those peewee games when we went and played Central when my little girl was a cheerleader, and it got to 50 points by the third quarter, and they just turned it off.
0: Well, they just like, ask you know, everybody, like, what's the score? And you're like, popsicles. you know? uh, popsicles. Right. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. really popsicles. All right. Exactly. Well, keep your eyes that's on that one, guys. Don't forget, if you don't have ESPN+, Plus, get it. It's probably tied to your Disney+. Plus. If you've got that, that'll get you to watch in this game. It's going to be hard to get to. Uh, on the bright side, you're not going to have some stupid-ass Big Ten game overlapping the beginning of it and missing the first, you know, 10 minutes. <laughs> so that's great. Right?
1: Uh, I <laughs> think most people are probably going to be watching that Florida-Kentucky game, but I'll be watching the Rebs. I'll have two well, TVs on, actually. <clears throat>
0: You know, multiple TVs, it's, it's easy to do this day and age. All right, now we're getting into the fun stuff, Petty. Picks. Let's make some picks, dude. Make some picks. We make, money. We make picks, you make cash. Are we going to be able to get three picks each for everybody this week with such
1: a limited slate? I don't know, it may be tough.
0: Oh, I don't think so. I see like seven games down here. Yeah. We're going to get a lot <laughs> of them. We got we're, this.
1: Yeah, we're bra- we are We have uh, broken away from the pick three. Uh... Pick as many Uh, as you freaking want. Yeah, we we like them. We pick them.
0: Here we go. And speaking of, what are our favorite games in the world? We had one last week that was a dead ringer as usual, and here we go this week. Is I marked this a WTF? Petty? Do you agree with me that it's a WTF when number nine Baylor heads to number twenty one BYU Power Conference versus Group of Five Conference, and BYU is a three point favorite at home? Is this a surprise?
1: Wouldn't it? Yes, this is a yes.
0: monumental WTF when
1: everything is in f- one team's favor.
0: <sighs> I'm going to go through this for you a little bit. All yeah. right. BYU is a three-point favorite, 53.5 over and under, so they're not expecting a real shootout here. we are expecting some ball control stuff. 10.15 p.m. on Saturday night, another Red Shoe Diary game for you. In Provo, this is the first top-10 matchup since BYU became an independent again. Okay? So, big deal in Provo. Everybody there's pumped. All the students are pumped. On ESPN, this is their freaking Super Bowl. BYU, first in the country in returning offensive production. People like to see that in those power rankings. That's why they're showing up big in the SP Plus and things like that. BYU's offensive front. Veterans, big, aggressive. They control the line scrimmage. That's what they try to do. That's what they did last week. Their quarterback's efficient. Okay? Okay. These are reasons why, okay, this may not be such a stupid line. But on the other hand, Baylor defense is tough, too. The Baylor O-line is the number two most experienced in college football. Their new quarterback, shaping, he looked great last week. They got Dave Aranda. He's coach. Good coach, right? So, like, this, if anything, doesn't seem like BYU should be favored. So why is BYU favored? Patty?
1: It's a WTF line. Vegas knows something we don't. Well, Baylor's better. Dave Aranda is a good coach. If you don't remember, if you if you want to talk about where we talk about the Bama test and LSU, one of the reasons they felt it was Dave Aranda was their defensive coordinator. It wasn't just the offensive coordinator. It was this dude. And I watched him firsthand shut down Ole Miss in the Sugar Bowl even last year. He's a mm-hmm. great coach. No, there's no way that Baylor, Baylor on paper – should win this game by 10. They won it by 10 last year.
0: And that's why Baylor's getting 67% of the bets, but only 55% of the money. So what I'm going to do this week is I'm going to stay on Vegas's side. Petty, I'm going to take the BYU Cougars, the floaters, yep. the Provo float. I'm oh, with yeah. them. I'm with Vegas. I'm, I'm jumping on the side of Vegas. They know something I don't. I'm not going to try to figure out what that is. I'm just going to ride the train.
1: Floats for everyone.
0: <laughs> Floats all there around. You know. I was uh, and, and just for looking back last week, I was one and two, but I got absolutely one hundred percent screwed out of the App State game. If anybody was watching that, I should have been two and one. I picked Oregon being cute, but by the time the game came around, it already nice. changed my mind to bet on Georgia. Um, told yeah, you that guys, North that Carolina
1: asshole on the onside kick just falls down. We all cover it's great. We all
0: cover, yeah. Or if they hit one of the two two point conversions, either. I mean, there's a million things. If by chance. App State hadn't quasi gone to sleep in the middle of the second quarter and didn't show back up till the fourth quarter. But there were a lot of odd penalties during that stretch, which was very, very suspicious and almost took my faith out of the game of football because when one team is getting drive-extending penalties and the other one's getting drive-stopping penalties, and the team that's getting the drive-stopping penalties was annihilating the other team for a while, but the other one has an old ESPN guy for a coach and a lot more pull. Got to say, a conspiracy theory, Right. <laughs> I don't know. That was a sketchy ass game and it should have covered. So, um, you know, we should just be able to erase that thing. Anyway, not much of a conspiracy
1: theory when you turn on Netflix and there's a damn NBA ref talking about how he took money and fixed games. So, I,
0: yeah, yeah. I, a conspiracy minus the theory
1: is call right. me crazy if I don't think he's the only homeboy out there that's done. Sure, There was only one this.
0: crooked ref ever. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt. All right. Well, here, that's what I'm saying. Get on Vegas' side. There yeah. is no reason to take BYU in this game, so take them. Take them. Take them. Absolutely. How do you like that for logic? All right, moving on. Next game, getting back to my boy, Bulimia.
1: Oh, man, Burt Bulimia's on it. He's got Illinois rolling.
0: Got them rolling. They can run the ball behind 17,000-pound tight ends and just drive it down the field.
1: Dude, their offensive line's mammoth.
0: Virginia is not a power football team. So outside of Virginia, really getting over the top on Illinois, which is possible, you know. Looking at this, Virginia has a little bit of a, a, a strike potential. So if they have a great day, they could make this competitive. I think Illinois is going to win this game by a touchdown or more. So I've got Illinois and Brett Billings' power running offense against this Virginia team that's just kind of weak across the board. Um, minus four. Get, I get it at three and a half because pushes. You know what you know what they say about those. Uh, four PM ESPNU. Here's another reason why I'm on this. 60% of bets and 80% of the money on UVA. The line, but that's when the line had moved as high as five. Now that it's pulled back, Illinois is getting nice again. I'll probably five, six, you know, you're starting to get in the danger zone. I can see a lot of people trying to take the value on that. But again, Illinois, bulimia, Brett.
1: I program. I like the under I like the under in that too, man. I think if you want to get feisty and do one of those fun fun little reverses, which may be one of the best bets on the table, mm-hmm. um, Illinois and under is not a a bad ticket well, to ride.
0: If it goes over, I probably lose, so I'm with you on that. You know, if yeah. this game gets in a shootout, I don't. Oh like yeah, Illinois you're in chances. trouble. I, yep. I yeah, I agree with that. All right, well, that's my two independent picks. What does that mean, fellas, folks, <laughs> people out there in cyberspace? That means we've got some consensus picks this week. Normally, we try to do three each, but we've got two picks where Petty and I were on the same page independently. Oh, Oh, yeah. And uh, when we come together, we look at the picks on our own, and we come together, and we have overlap like that. We get what you call week zero consensus. These are top-level Great, come on, Petty. Tell them oh, what it man. is. What it, kind of this, pick is this? I mean, this
1: this is your this is your grow your bankroll five star play of the year type of play. <laughs> when we have a consensus going, I'm talking yeah. about no brainer. No, you go to your bookie and you say, "Y'all yeah, put your house on it." That's What's what you do when bet? we got a consensus. What's my max <laughs> bet? And what will you take? Um, that's what happens when we have a concern. For those of you with the gambling problem, you can go with your <laughs> gamblers. <laughs> but for those of you with a gambling problem, you've heard that exact spill several times. Uh, yeah. yeah. We're not well, the first
0: ones to put that out. All right, so let's talk about this game. Um, it's probably odd for any of you to even believe that we would call this with as much fun as we spent in the first two seasons making fun of the khackied, uh, oh, yeah. ambassador, King khaki ambassador, Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, King Khaki. His team's a 51-point favorite at home versus
1: Hawaii this oh. week. Bear with me here. 51 (laughs) points, Hear me out. (laughs) Hear me out. 51 points, and you're betting on hardball, and you're like, what the hell? Seriously, like a touchdown anywhere on the other side. I don't like transitive property, but Hawaii lost by 52 points to Vanderbilt at home, like in their place in Hawaii, Mm -hmm. where it's windy Mm -hmm. and shit, and Vanderbilt Mm -hmm. had to deal with that, and Vandy beat them 62 to 10. I'm telling you. This line's okay. You're, take 51 and don't have, you know, drink you a blood. The Michigan Mary.
0: team will score as many points as 60. they want they, to score. They'll score
1: 67 points, and Hawaii won't score a point. Tell you a little story. Yeah.
0: When I was just learning to gamble, Year of Our <laughs> Lord, uh, 2001. 2001-ish. There was a game where Michigan was playing some little chump team, and it was like a 61-point line. And I had this in a 10 game parlay, Petty, a 10 game parlay, stupid. which I was fortunate, lucky enough to have won nine of those games, except for the 10th game where I picked. I was like, no way Michigan's going to beat somebody by 61 points. And they finished that game 63 to nothing. And I (laughs) lost a 10 game parlay for that. I will not be a victim of that again this year. I learned that lesson a long time ago. Michigan for the win, more than fifty-one against Hawaii,
1: dude. Funny you brought up sixty-one. If it was sixty-one, I'd take them.
0: If it's sixty-one, I'd take 61, them. Sixty-one, lay them.
1: Sixty-two, though, gotta think about it, <laughs> dude. Hawaii is UMass bad. I think they should have a bowl if the two shittiest teams in college football don't get to play and let them play one more game and just see who would win between the shittiest two teams and see if degenerate gamblers can actually pick which one's going to cover because it just oh, blew yeah. our brain.
0: I love it. I love it. I think we should get into that. Another <laughs> one of those games that nobody's going to be watching. I mean, no. first off, if you're watching Michigan versus Hawaii, you're a Michigan fan or you're, yeah. there's something fucking wrong with you. Or you're, All right. you're, Same thing Timmy for Timmy Chang one. is your son. Timmy, Timmy Chang is your son. Yes. Yeah, so or maybe you're a Tagovailoa. <laughs> Um Miami Hurricanes are hosting. Are they hosting or are they going to hosting. Southern Miss? Hosting yeah. Southern Miss down at their... They're doing this at the uh, Miami Dolphins uh, stadium. Yeah, uh, I guess. Yeah, they don't play right. in
1: the. Yeah, they don't play in the old Orange ball anymore. Mm, nice, nice, nice.
0: Well, they're twenty-four and a half point favorites against Southern Miss, and Southern Miss. If you don't know, this is a juggernaut in college football, man. I don't know if you've been watching this team lately, but they really are bad.
1: Yeah, they suck.
0: <laughs> they're terrible. They went they're to four,
1: They went to four overtimes last week and scored twenty-three points. I don't even know how that's possible.
0: Tells you a lot right there, guys. Yeah. So, yeah. Miami, 24 and a half. Uh, this Miami team is 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 sloppy. They're not a great football mm-hmm. team, but they can score 40 points on Southern Miss, and I'm not sure Southern Miss can score 10 on
1: them. No, man. Miami's Chris Ball might have it together. Though. I, that's why I really like this is because their quarterback that they they went with towards the end of the year might be kind of a player – They've got the transfer running back from Ole Miss, Parrish, who scored like three touchdowns last week. They scored 70 points last week, which I know that – Yeah, they
0: clunked out of the gate, though, a little bit. Um, yeah. It, it, they were – were they playing like Bethany Cook or something yeah, like that? Yeah, they were that? playing – And US they were crazy. like halfway through the first quarter, they were having trouble getting it going. But who doesn't in the yeah. first game of the year, kind of, outside of like Georgia and Alabama, I guess. But I don't know. I – you know, I wasn't incredibly impressed with them, and I think that kind of slow start may have given us this gift of 24-and-a-half that should be I, 31.
1: I love it. I love Miami in this. Hey, fun fact in this game, Frank Gore, who I think is still playing in the NFL, is from Miami. His son plays for USM, Frank Gore Jr. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. There That's a good storyline the there. Yeah. Oh, that'll
0: <laughs> be some of that one hour of Sports Center that you can skip Uh-oh. when SMCK is giving you the good stuff, right? That gum right. Excellent. Well, Petty. So that's my four picks, two of which is consensus with Petty. So I'm hoping to take this uh, one and two week last week and make it a five and two overall record.
1: Yes, sir. Hey, it's coming, man. You know the swings of this. It's, it's I, I feel it. I like all those picks. Lots. Uh-oh. Which is, oh, yeah, that's the damn death sentence. I don't, I hate, see, I don't pay attention. I start looking at, you know, I'm reading the sheet. And I right, and then my mouth takes over and my brain stops. Well just like, erase oh, yeah, it all. Like, it
0: never oh, happened. Boom. <laughs> Gone. <on. laughs>
1: oh the magic. All right. Tell me it. about it.
0: What it looks like you've got uh two more and then a grow a pair play, so let's hear it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um after a three <laughs> and week and a four and start on the season. And hey man, that three and week you can actually in four and oh you can make it four and five if you want to uh we gave you the Ohio State um trend pick, which is the trend that they don't they they Clunk coming out of the the gate. Yeah, and they did. They only won yeah. by like ten points. Which you know they were up fifty five to fifteen in that game. It was a monster backdoor cover. That oh was yeah, great. wasn't a great. Cover. Didn't matter. It
0: was a trend pick, and guess what? It worked. It's a system play, guys. You know about yeah. system plays. You play them regardless of where they make any sense.
1: That's right. That's right. Okay, so we've got our two consensuses. I love Michigan minus fifty one and Miami mm. minus twenty four and a half. All right, but my first on my own is I'm going to go with a total. I like the Vandy wake over of 65 and a half. Um, I know Vandy's been kind of a darling with what they've done. They did put up a bunch of points against Hawaii. Uh, Wake Wake can put some points on the board too. But I think Vandy is a little bit better. I think Wright's, you know, getting some offense moving. And Wake Forest is not a juggernaut defense over there in the ACC. This game could become a shootout with Vandy. I see it getting in the 70s. I could easily see a 44 to – 35 tight ball game so i like the over in vandy wake 65 and a half that's one of my favorites of the week um i see a lot of points in it
0: and a all right i like it i like it so i think wake's probably going to beat the tar out of uh, vandy and there'll be a lot of points so not a bad pick man um quick look over at the first nfl game of the year woohoo nfl has kicked off no. uh Buffalo Bills kicking the shit out of the Rams 31 to 10. We had a 10 to 10 halftime, and uh looks like the Buffalo Bills have scored twenty-one unanswered in the third and fourth quarter to effectively annihilate the Rams. Now let's hope this thing stays under, even though uh my Rams bet is now
1: shy. Ooh, and I had them in pick'em too. Damn it.
0: Oh well. Win some you lose some. What's next on your pick'em, Petty?
1: Um, Next on my pick is a team that we haven't talked about much this season, and I actually haven't given much love. We're not expecting much, but this is actually one of the games I do expect something out of them. They Look, and they may not be as bad as we're giving them credit. They're just in the SEC, and that that could be bad for them this year, which is still better than other conferences. Big line, Auburn favored by 23 at home this weekend over San Jose State. That game, I think, also kicks off at 7 on SEC Network. I think Auburn takes care of them pretty soundly. I think this is a game where nobody really pays attention. You look over at the score, and Auburn's won 42 to 10. So uh, I like the barn big time down at the Indian burial ground. Auburn minus 23 over San Jose State.
0: So what is the scouting report on the SJSU team? They suck. They suck pretty bad?
1: Yeah, they're not good. They're just one of those bad teams that's coming over to get an ass-kicking by the
0: that, that is some in-depth analysis right Did there. Did you right? like
1: that? That's uh, <laughs> they, don't to, they don't send me to school in the off season. They're getting paid to analytics get their for ass kicked. <laughs> well, the best to thing to, to do if you're getting paid to get
0: your ass kicked is not win the game. We've seen that play out in a lot of gangster movies. Never goes out well. See Pulp Fiction. <laughs> All right, moving on. You've got one more play for us right now. This is called, and Petty wrote this down. I have, I have to say this because I love it. I even teased it earlier. The grow a pair play. Please elaborate on what that means. Yeah, the
1: grow a pair play. So to grow a pair, it means this sucks and you better have some big balls to take it. Michael, what is the absolute most agonizing play in all of gambling to sit through and watch come to fruition?
0: Besides betting on Auburn, I'd say the under.
1: <laughs> yes, besides betting on Auburn or a team that you hate to cover when it would be (laughs) the under. The, the under is the most agonizing bet in all of sports. Why does under suck
0: so bad? Cause the fucking thing is never over until it's over and you cannot win until they, they could go into overtime and you'd be under 20 points and just get screwed.
1: Oh, and I've had NFL games where they start doing that Lulu shit on the kickoff or they throw it behind and it end up in the end zone and a touchdown. When I've had, I, I've absolutely lost on that happening. It's crap. <laughs> so it's the most agonizing thing to sit through and pray that points aren't happening i lost an
0: under on a team taking a safety to end the game.
1: And to double your agony, I'm giving you Iowa, Iowa State. Maybe oh. the, I mean, if you watched any highlights of Iowa last week, their offense is an abomination. Abomination. So, Iowa, Iowa State over under 40 and a half. That's between both teams. We're taking Michigan to win by 51. We're. I, I'm saying that Iowa and Iowa State cannot get over 40 and a half points. They can't grow, combine to
0: score 40.
1: <laughs> grow a pair play under 40 and a half on the Iowa-Iowa State game.
0: Take the bet and sweat your ass off for fucking and three hours. don't watch Just go
1: watch something else.
0: Just yeah. Uh, c-
1: and count your money when it's over. Whew.
0: You're welcome. I am going to stay away from that, mostly because <laughs> I don't even want to turn that game on. It is going to be painful unless... Unless you are a corn farmer, you are going to hate
1: this game. Ooh, it's going to be rough. I was going to win this game. Iowa State's going to win this game thirteen to
0: three. Nice, nice. I love it. Well, there you go. There you have it. You've got three picks from Petty, two picks from me, and then two consensus. My math says that's about seven picks. You can't win with that. I don't know what to do.
1: Write them down. Lock them up.
0: Write them down. Lock them up. Get in there. Get on those <laughs> things. And. Don't miss SMCK on Saturday morning. Saturday
1: morning. Yeah, we'll be there.
0: We we hit today's show pretty quick, got through it, just went straight to the points, just the facts, man, because we're all tired and we're ready to get into week two. We are looking forward to another exciting week of football. NFL is back. And, uh, guys, we can't wait to see you here. Same time, same place next week on Week Zero Sports
1: and other stuff. See you next week, man. Over and out. Peace.
0: Week Zero podcast is made possible by our founding sponsors. First, Workspace Solutions of Charlotte, North Carolina. They provide websites, social media and digital advertising. Visit workspacepros.com. Second, we have Dreamwork Financial Group of Birmingham, Alabama, a registered investment advisor. They have personalized portfolios, wealth management and Spectre and Tempo funds. Visit dreamwork.financial/week0. Remember, investments involve risk. See website for disclaimers. A third, we have Custom Plumbing and Gas Fitters of Tuscaloosa, Alabama. They specialize in residential and commercial plumbing and gas fitting, new construction and remodels. Call 205 534 2800. Finally, we have Real Rock Thin Stone Veneer by Lambstone Company. It's interior and exterior stone, thick wall, and thin stone veneer.
1: Visit slash week zero for more information.